Raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patricia. Hello, or should I say hola? <laughs> and we're still in Milwaukee. Uh, Dave Matthews Band last night at Summerfest. And I loved it. You're not a big Dave fan. I like Dave Matthews music. I just feel like when I've been to the concerts before and... A three-hour show is a little too long? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the music sounds the same, but that's just my opinion. So <laughs> I preferred to go and see Pat Benatar, and that was awesome. And my I, opinion. And I wish I kind of could have seen that with you, because I do like Pat Benatar as well. But this is going to be the blooper episode, though, because uh, we have made some errors... Uh, it was certain things along our trip so far. Nothing really big. You know, we've had Thank issues, goodness. right? <laughs> we've had issues with the RV, but that's not anything we did. It's just a stuff in RVs break. And uh, that's just kind of the way it is. That's that's what they tell you. It's like industry-wide, which I don't know why that's acceptable industry-wide, but I guess it is. <laughs> right. They say there's a shakeout period because they're building these things as fast as they can to pump them out, basically. Yeah. So we haven't really had any issues interior as far as like things we've done. Um, you know, we've got like the dumping is, you know, is something you just have to learn how to do and you got to rinse out the black tanks and that's where the toilet water or the toilet stuff goes is in the black tanks. You got to figure out how, you know, make sure you rinse out after you dump and you know, all that all that other sort of stuff. But we're going to talk about the things we've actually done wrong and the mistakes we've made. Uh, a couple of them are kind of embarrassing. And uh, I, I guess I'll let you start, Patty. Uh, well, you, you, you were watching somebody out the window try to put a table together. And it made me think of the fact that when I we first got the RV back in Charlotte, I had to take it to the camping world where the speedway is the charlotte motor speedway is because camping world is right by the speedway they have a campground and so i had to run i'm running around in the rv going to like walmart in the rv and going and picking up some things while right, you're because working you had already sold your car at this point right and i had taken my car into the office in downtown charlotte right so i'm i'm driving around the rv like it's my vehicle <laughs> you know going places but and anyway, i think you got stuck in a certain spot though well, yeah. right so so i it's nighttime when i end up going into this um, campground and there's a turn so you make one turn to the left and then you're supposed to essentially immediately take a turn to the right well I did not see the right turn, so I'm going down this way, and then it's like there's a fence on the right, there's a fence on the left, and there's a fence at the end, and I'm kind of like Old stuck. Farts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up doing like a thousand point turn <laughs> to get out, and I know, like I said, what made me think of it is you sitting there watching those people trying to put that table together, because I'm like, I know there are people in their trailers watching me and laughing (laughs) 
as they saw me do my thousand point turn. But by golly, I made it and I got out of there and got into the right space in the campground. I mean, so like the first two weeks or so we had the RV, you actually drove it a heck of a lot more than I did. Right. Yeah. But more recently, speaking of turns, you have been the driver and uh, a certain person had to make a... An interesting turn when we were coming across the border from Canada into the U.S. Oh, okay. We're just going to jump to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. There's a segue there. Okay, 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 Missed the RV lane at the border. So I am like coming up. Like I didn't even see the sign for the RV lane. Yeah, we saw and a so, sign that said the trucks go this way. Right. And that cars and RVs go that way. But then there was another sign. Right. That And so I am at the automobile. I'm pulling up to the automobile area. And the chick in the the booth there, she's like waving her hands like bull hands up in the air giving me a, a high 10 like stop <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and i'm like okay and then she i see her grab the radio and, and she's calling somebody and so then like a couple guys come up is like hey can you back up and i'm like well it's really I hard no i'm like how far do i need to back up because the tow dolly swivels with the car so it's almost impossible to back up so i back up probably 10 feet I had to go probably about 40 feet. I back up about, about 10 feet. The car is going one direction on its own. And they're like, all right, stop, stop, stop. This isn't going to work. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. So they're like on the radio to like each other trying to figure out what to do with us. <laughs> I probably not supposed to get out of the vehicle. Right. But I got out of the vehicle because I saw in another lane there were these blue cones and I said, hey, if you move a couple of those cones, I can just turn around and it'll be a lot easier and a lot quicker. So they literally stopped traffic at the border for like three minutes. Yeah, you had some. I'm sure there were Canadian people cursing us out. And, and some U.S. folks. Yeah, I'm absolutely certain. And if you are listening and you are one of the people who were stuck behind those people in that home run on wheels children's hope alliance <laughs> rv i apologize <laughs> right um but yeah so we we turned it around and then but honestly once we got in that rv lane though and i guess they have scanners that can kind of scan the rv and and the tow vehicle as you drive in right they had a bunch and, of cameras pointed yeah. at it what we were or whatever we we're in and out of there in like two minutes and the guy at the border even gave us like a beer recommendation in Buffalo. So <laughs> yeah, a brewery recommendation. A brewery yeah. recommendation, yeah. Right. So that's something stupid that I did on the trip, and it wasn't the first thing, and it won't be the last thing. Then there was another driving mishap you had, where you had to had to back up. Hey, look, let's take let's <laughs> let's kind of back up a little bit and take this thing in chronological order. Of, Whatever. Of, a little bit here. So we started out. Um, after your little mishap, your thousand point turn in Charlotte. That's right. I was we... actually proud of that thousand point turn. <laughs> Thank you. So our, our maiden voyage with the RV was down to Florida. Right. And like the last thing we got 
before we left Charlotte to go down to Florida was the tow dolly. Right, because we wanted to just drive in, have it hooked on, right. and then head out. So we got this thing at Big Tex in Charlotte, and we actually asked the guys there to show us how to hook this thing up. Well, no idea why, but these guys did not realize that the strap ratchet device was actually on upside down. They did not notice this. We really didn't even know better to even ask about it. I actually think we actually talked about that and said something because it was hitting the apron of your car when we were trying to Yeah, but they didn't say anything it. about it. They, but they, they were, were like, like, no, this is the way it comes from the manufacturer, yeah. so it must be and right. So anyway, we get down to Jupiter, Florida on February 23rd, and I, I can't get the car off. We're supposed to go to a game. Yeah, we're going to go to a spring training game in Jupiter, a Cardinal spring training. There's spring training opener. Right. And we can't get the car off at this RV, the, this <laughs> RV park. Yeah, in, there was in, a guy even out there trying to help oh, us. Oh, my God. What we ended up doing, we cut the straps. Right. Because there was no way we were going to get the car off because we could not get it past that apron in, in front of the car. It was just, it was hitting it and it was, and it was because that ratchet device was upside down and oh my god i don't know i don't think that's necessarily our mistake i think it's a mistake of the people at big techs in charlotte where we got it and sorry guys and the manufacturers but anyway yeah but yeah so we had to go on the way out of florida and back home we stopped at a place and got replacement straps and then that guy was like these aren't on here right yeah. And helped us yep. turn them over. And ever yep. since, you know, there's Which been Which we did pains, all that in the rain. Right. But there's been some pains in getting that. But now you've got it down to like a science. Yeah, it's pretty easy to get it on and off, off now. Yeah. I did have one. I can't remember where we were, but there was one instance. I think I probably rushed to get the car on. And um, I, we stopped at like a rest area. And I noticed that like one strap was pretty much just like hanging on the side of the wheel. So it's probably a good thing we stopped. Yeah. <laughs> All fun and games till the cargo is flying off the dolly or what have you. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of my car on the dolly, um, this was probably the most embar- embarrassing thing that's happened to us so far. We are driving from Detroit to Chicago. We went through hell to get there, first of all. Literally. Literally. We went through hell, Michigan. If you guys aren't familiar, Look at a map. And everything's fine until we get close to the Indiana-Illinois border. You are sitting in back. You had just gotten off a call. You took your headset off, and you're like, Ron, I think your car horn's going off. Yeah, I came forward, and I was like, I got some bad news for you. Because I could hear it like every once in a while going, meh, meh. It was more like, it was like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> so as the car and is bouncing then, down the road right on the highway and now folks this did not happen at all from detroit through hell through the indiana border and if you ever if you've ever been to michigan the roads in michigan are pretty bumpy because oh, of yeah. because of the weather uh you know it gets cold the 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 concrete and the asphalt uh, it, it expands and then it and then it, it retracts and yeah, yeah so so the roads in michigan aren't great no issues in Michigan with the with, with the car coming behind the RV. As soon as we get to Indiana, as, as soon as we are approaching the Indiana Illinois border, though, 
Yeah, the horn started going off. It was about a solid 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes. And we are in a traffic jam, guys. The car in tow behind the RV. So, all right, Jim Carrey, you can stop now. Um, <laughs> what I thought was funny was I was sitting back here giggling, and I know you were frustrated. There was but- a truck driver right next, like a semi truck driver next, because you know we're high up, so we can I can look in the windows of the truck driver, and he just looks at me and he points backwards, like, dude, like unhook it. <laughs> So, well, like I said, I know that you were frustrated, but I'm sitting back there giggling because it made me think of that scene in Little Miss Sunshine where <laughs> the car horn is going off in their the VW van that they have and the car horn is going off. <laughs> I was just totally thinking of that while that was happening. Yeah. So like we're in wall to wall traffic and this is at least 10 minutes before I was finally able to get off on an exit and found a truck stop. First, I had to, I, I, I like mess with the, the steering wheel a little bit. Now, the car is still on the dolly, but I, I got in. I messed with the steering wheel a little bit. I got the horn to stop, and then I had to find the owner's manual to figure out where the fuse is because I wasn't going to get this thing fixed, I obviously, because we had to get to where we were going uh, in uh, by Chicago because at this point, your parents were already at the campground, and like they were waiting for us. So I'm like trying to get there as fast as I can. Right. And we got this thing going on with the uh, with the car horn. But I was able to find the fuse. I removed the fuse. And uh, this is a couple weeks ago. We still haven't actually gotten that thing fixed yet. No, I'm um, okay with it because then you can't honk at anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so those were kind of the vehicular issues we've had. And then if you don't know... If you don't live in an RV, you've probably never researched this, but we have something that is a mail service. Basically, we have an address in Florida. Our mail goes there. The company sorts through it, and then we get a notification that we have mail. Um, I actually have an app where I can see what the mail is, who it came from. That'll They'll give you the weight and all that kind of stuff. Any, anywho... You can then have that mail sent to you somewhere. And we will discuss Patty's mishap with the mail because I'm not taking credit for this boo boo. <laughs> we'll discuss Patty's mishap with the mail right after this word from Children's Soap Alliance. You see, everybody else has a family. I remember just like, you know, like saying, what's wrong with me, you know? Josh spent 16 years in DSS custody after unthinkable abuse and neglect. He came to Children's Hope Alliance last year to join our independent living program to help him transition into adulthood. I'm thankful being an independent living of the Children's Hope Alliance because I don't know where else I would be. Independent living is just one of nearly 30 programs at Children's Hope Alliance. Visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate to learn how to help kids like Josh. Did you know there are enough kids in foster care to fill the rosters of almost 1,500 MLB teams and their entire farm systems? We need more foster parents. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn more. In 2014, there were 702,000 cases of reported child maltreatment in the U.S. That's enough to pack Wrigley Field 17 times. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn how to give hope to a child. 
I didn't give birth to these kids, but they're here and they're our family and they're our kids. Carrie and her husband couldn't have a baby on their own, but they wanted to raise a family. So they reached out to Children's Hope Alliance to learn about becoming foster parents. Children's Hope Alliance helped place a little boy named Riley in their home. The couple adopted Riley about a year later, then adopted his older brother too. Now their house and their hearts are full of family. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate. Any child should be able to at least go to a foster home and experience the family. After a traumatic past, Briar was fostered and adopted through Children's Hope Alliance. I felt like God chose this place, and I feel like when He opened the door for them being my foster parents, He also opened the door for them being my mom and dad. There are kids right now in your community waiting for someone like you to open their hearts and home. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate. Welcome back to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. And Patty, you were about to say how you messed up our mail service in Maryland. Thanks. So, <laughs> so basically, I had the mail sent to Cherry Hill, which was the campground we were staying at. Yeah, we stayed at uh, in, in College Park, Maryland. That was like our little go-between between between Washington, D.C. and Baltimore. And the mail arrived there fine. But, I did not even know you had the mail forwarded there. Right. So I forgot to mention, hey, we need to stop and get the mail. And we left there. And I think we were almost to our destination in Delaware. Yep. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, so. She, she didn't say shoot, guys. Um, I might have said something else. But <laughs> regardless. So then I was like, oh. I'll call them. I contacted Cherry Hill Park. They were so nice. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll forward it. Give us the address. So I go and I look at the email that I received from the place that we are staying in Philadelphia. And I give the folks that address. And they forwarded the mail there. But unfortunately, when we get there, I find out that... That is the incorrect address because they have two addresses in that email. They have one that is still says their old office that they used to have. And then the other one is the accurate address. So then I sent you on a little Yeah, I went on mission. a total wild goose chase in Philadelphia. I went to like three different places trying to track down this, this mail. First place I went to, literally nobody there. Right. Well, that was abandoned office, basically, right? Well, well, not abandoned. They were remodeling it. Oh, okay. So there's nobody in there, like, at all. <laughs> but long story short, eventually we did get About the mail. About a month later, right. we did get our mail. And because I, it got sent back to the mail service, ultimately. We yeah. weren't sure if we would ever get it. And I had two checks in there. It, was like a, it wasn't a lot, but it was like a $20 check and a $50 check. And I'm like, well... That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would have sent you a new one. But regardless, we did eventually get it. But And I've learned my lesson on remembering to get our mail. We just got some mail the other day. So We did. Picked up some mail at the Caledonia, Wisconsin post office. Exactly. There were no checks. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but, send, yeah, send us money, guys. <laughs> so, anywho, that's about it, though, for... Our yeah, honestly, you know, it, it's a few brain farts here and there, but for the most part, it's been a pretty smooth uh, trip. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> 
That Liter- table is not wood, but just that's a wooden wood. table. What are you talking about? Yeah, whatever. But, all right, folks. So uh, the next time we speak with you, by the way, we're in July. Can you believe that? No, I cannot actually. Crazy. The next time we talk to you will be Thursday, July 5th, and we will be packing up here in Milwaukee and getting ready to spend a couple of days in my hometown of La Crosse, Wisconsin. going to spend a couple of days with my grandparents and looking forward to that. And then we'll go on up to the Twin Cities to see the Minnesota Twins in Minneapolis. And the the Twins donated 30 tickets to Family Alternatives of Minnesota for the July 7th game against the Baltimore Orioles. So we're looking forward to that. So until then, have a happy Independence Day, America. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Between us grow deeper